Welcome to the Woodland Heights Baptist Church Sunday Talks podcast. Sunday Talks is a weekly roundtable discussion about theological and cultural topics. For more information and show notes, visit whbcconway.org forward slash Sunday Talks. Here's your host, Pastor Larry White. Hey, good evening. This is our Sunday Talks, and I know some of you will be joining us periodically throughout this uh, time together, so I'll do a little bit of just uh, ramping up towards our talk tonight. Uh, I'm Larry White, and privileged to be the senior pastor here at Woodland Heights, uh, and we've been doing this Sunday Talks on Sunday nights during the uh, quarantine season uh, because we couldn't meet here publicly. Uh, we started doing this, and we had our staff each week talk about different subjects that were of importance to us, but uh, tonight I wanted to bring a couple of our uh, church members who are retired pastors. Uh, I'm blessed as a pastor to have, we were talking tonight before we got started, about seven or eight men. They're not really retired. They just stopped getting paid for, for doing, being being senior pastors. But uh, Francis Batson and Robert McDaniel, two de- very dear brothers, that they would be my friends uh, and, and were before, before I was their pastor. So we, we knew each other before I became pastor here. Uh, and we're so privileged to have them tonight to be able to talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, and I, it's a blessing. Uh, all of our all of our retired ministers are an encouragement to me. These certainly are. Um, Francis had a birthday this week. Nineteen years old, right? Not hardly. <laughs> Ninety-one, right? Ninety-two. Ninety-two. I was a year off. Yeah. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about yourself, Francis. I was born in South Carolina. My father was a pastor for many years. Most of his ministry, he was pastor at least two churches, sometimes three and four at the same time. Wow. I had five brothers. And, uh, see, four of those five were also pastors. And so at one time, there were, there were four of us. And my father, too, pastor in South Carolina. Uh, I grew up in a, in a lumber mill village. Uh, I was ordained. I was licensed to preach when I was 16. was ordained when I was 19 with my brother, one of my brothers. It was told, and my, my father preached a sermon, and he said, preach the word and that's what I've been trying to do for all these years since. I had to take early retirement with heart problems and for many years the doctors would absolutely not let me do anything. You go to church, that's it. Don't participate in anything. But then after they put a pacemaker in, uh, they gave me the green light and I had the opportunity of supplying in many churches in Kentucky while we were living there and in a few churches since I've been down here. Uh, I'm thankful that uh, the Lord let me come to Arkansas. I have a son here and uh, I have three sons, one in Colorado and one in South Carolina. And so we decided to come here. My wife had Alzheimer's and was never able to attend the church here. I joined the church a little over six years ago now and have enjoyed it. And I'm thankful for the pastor we have and for the friendship I've 
made with the many members of the church, from the little fellows up until those that are even older than I am. And I understand that we're here to talk about heaven, and when Brother Larry called me, I told him, well, I was closer to heaven than either one of them. <laughs> uh, Age-wise, anyhow, yes. we never know when we're yeah. going to be called, but uh, when, when we when we hear the the Lord call us, we we need to be ready. Yes. And uh, uh, I gave my heart to Christ when I was nine years of age, sitting on the running board of a Chevrolet car with my daddy talking to me about my relationship. I don't think, however, that there was ever a time I didn't believe in God and Christ because I heard it before I was born and I kept mm -hmm. on hearing it all the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. We're here to talk about heaven. Shortly after Brother Larry asked me if I would come, I saw on Facebook a lady had posted a recipe for peach dumplings. Now, I've never heard of peach, peach dumplings. dumplings. Yes. But a friend of mine in South Carolina said, Oh my gosh, I've died and gone to heaven. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of myths about heaven, and we'll talk about some of them. But, uh, and we use the word heaven in a lot of ways. But also shortly after Brother Larry asked me to do it, a friend sent me an email in which he included a letter that was written to Dr. Charles E. Fuller, who was for a long time the Meadowstone, the old-fashioned old revival hour. I used to hear him when I was just a kid. First thing I bought after I became a clerk in the store at age 14 was a radio. Radio. And every week I'd listen to Charles E. Fuller with his preaching and with the singing of his song leaders. But he announced one time in the in the 30s that the following Sunday he was going to preach a sermon on heaven. And during that week he got a letter, and I want to read the letter that he that he received, and the title of this is I Hold Clear Title. Some years ago in the late 1930s, radio evangelist Charles E. Fuller announced that he would speak the following Sunday on heaven. It was to be broadcast on radio. During that week, he received a letter from an elderly gentleman who was very ill. Here's a part of that letter. Next Sunday, you're going to talk about heaven. I'm interested in that land because I have held a clear title to a bit of property there for over 55 years. I did not buy it. It was given to me without money and without price. But the, doctor, but the donor purchased it for me at a tremendous sacrifice. Mm -hmm. I'm not holding it for speculation since the title is non-transferable. It is not a vacant lot. For more than a half a century, I have been sending material out of which the greatest architect and builder of the universe has been building a home for me. It will never need to be repaired because it will suit me perfectly, individually, and will never grow old. Termites can never undermine its foundation, for it rests upon the rock of ages. Fire cannot destroy it. Floods cannot wash it away. 
No locks or bolts will ever be placed upon its doors, for no vicious person can ever enter that land where my dwelling stands. Now almost completed and ready for me to enter it, and abide in peace eternally without fear of being ejected. There is a valley of deep shadow between the place where I currently live and that to which I shall journey in a very short time. I cannot reach my home in the city of God without passing through the dark valley of shadows. But I'm not afraid, because the best friend that I have ever had went through the same valley alone a long, long time ago, and drove away all the gloom. He was stuck by me. He has stuck by me through thick and thin since we first met and became acquainted 55 years ago. And I hold his promise in printed form, never to forsake me nor to leave me alone. He will be with me as I walk through the valley of shadows, and I shall not lose my way when he is with me. I hope to hear your sermon on heaven next Sunday from my home, but I have no assurance that I shall be able to do so. My ticket to heaven has no date marked for the journey, no return coupon, and no permit for baggage. Yes, I'm ready to go. It may not be here while you are talking next Sunday, but I shall meet you there someday. Amen. Amen. And I'm thankful that I have title and a place to yeah. in heaven. Yeah. I, I was, when you shared that with me earlier, Brother Francis, or when I first asked you about coming, uh, I thought of Happy Goodman's, I hold a clear title to a mansion, you know, the song that they sing and use that in our daily brief on Monday. Uh, but so Brother Francis, we figured out has been preaching 65 years and Robert and I don't, we're not, we're not up to speed with you, brother. So Robert McDaniel over here has been preaching 55 years, which is a pretty long time. We've got a hundred and how many that is? Hundred, was that 110? 120. 120 yeah. ended up. So yeah. something like that. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Robert. Uh, Robert McDaniel. I uh, grew up in the Morgan Maumel area. I was saved at the age of 20 at Pike Avenue Baptist Church in North Little Rock. Surrendered to preach uh, a year later. Uh, went to uh, Washita Baptist University, graduated there, went on to Southwestern Seminary. Pastored uh, while in seminary, a couple of churches in Texas, and then came back to the home state that I love very, very much, state of Arkansas, and have pastored in both uh, Central Arkansas and South Arkansas. And uh, as a believer in Jesus Christ, knowing that our eternal home is going to be heaven, mm. uh, we need to be learning as much as we can and preparing as much as we can for heaven because we're going to spend eternity there. And as I understand eternity, that's a long, long time. Yeah. And what a glorious thing that it will be to be with our Savior to see him face to face and to praise him and to thank him for what he has done for us through his death on the cross at Calvary. We're talking about heaven with Robert McDaniel and Francis Batson. I just mentioned about the fact that this is in the Bible so many times the subject of heaven, 600 plus times. And so we just want to talk about answer some questions. And I'll start with just what is heaven. And uh, when I think about when you read about it in the Bible, and we want to start from the Bible, you know, we're preachers, and we could 
we could wax eloquently, I should say y'all could wax eloquently, <laughs> on, uh, on a subject, and we could, we could make up in our own minds what we think about heaven, but just what you take from the Bible about heaven, it's a beautiful, wonderful place. I mean, and Paul says it this way in 1 Corinthians 2, 9, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no, mind, no the heart of man has not imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Now, when you think about all the sights that are in this world already and all the things we dream about, and we can't even imagine what heaven's going to be like. Um, Paul said, or John said in, the, in Revelation, it's like a bride adorned for her husband. Um, I probably shouldn't say this, but if it, it, hopefully I can tag it on one of you guys. But you know, a woman is never more beautiful than on her wedding day. I mean, she spends her whole life waiting for that day. And uh, I heard a preacher say this one time. He said, I've never seen an ugly bride. He said, I've seen a few close calls, but I've never, <laughs> I've never seen an ugly But a woman that she prepares herself, and this is what, what John said and what the Bible chooses to refer to us, how, how beautiful it is. And so um, what do you all think about when you think about, just start, Francis, with, with, with our Robert, excuse me if I get names mixed up. Uh, when you think about heaven, what do you, what do you think of? Well, it's going to be a place where we uh, are unhindered in our worship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, I think of a place of pure love, yes. of pure joy, perfect peace. Mm -hmm. uh, there's so much uh, unrest and yeah. so much lack of peace. And it's a place where our hope is realized. Mm -hmm. You know, we, uh, we hope for a, a better place and yeah. heaven is going to be that better place. Yeah. And... Uh, we're going to be free from all that hinders us in this life. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing. As believers in Christ, we know we're going to spend eternity there. We ought to be thinking about it more than we do. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't spend a lot of time thinking about heaven, uh, but we ought to be preparing ourselves for it. For uh, The Lord is preparing it for us, and mm -hmm. so we need to be, be ready for it. Absolutely. No in recent years, I've begun to think more about heaven mm -hmm. Amen. Because, because of the fact of my age and the fact that so many of my loved ones have already gone mm -hmm. on and mm -hmm. they're, they're there. And uh, I, look, I look forward to that day when, when we can serve the Lord together. Amen. And uh, as the Bible says, that's what we'll be doing. We'll be serving Him. We won't be uh, doing just what we want to do, but we'll be praising him for what he has done mm -hmm. yes. in, the, in the giving of himself for us. Mm -hmm. uh, I look forward to be there. I, uh, I don't know how to describe it, whether really I, I'm not so anxious about walking on streets of gold as I am about being in the presence of, of the Lord, yes. the Lord yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. who gave Amen. his life for me. Mm -hmm. That's right. And uh, right. as, as this man wrote, Dr. Full, I've, I've got my ticket. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. ready to go, but I'm not anxious to leave yeah. here for a while yet mm -hmm. if the Lord will let me stay on. And I hope that, that I can help point others to this blessed hope which we have that mm -hmm. someday for eternity we'll be in heaven with our Savior. We don't know a lot about heaven, uh, Dr. George Truett, the uh, former pastor at First Church in Dallas, made a statement one time. He said, we don't know a lot about it, but what we do know is revealed in the Bible. Yes. And yeah. uh, 
that's a, a very comforting thought to know mm-hmm. that that uh, there's a lot the, there's a lot of mystery for us about heaven, mm-hmm. but yet we know that God is taking care of that, and that mystery is going to be resolved someday when He mm-hmm. when He takes us there. And uh, it, it's just uh, something that ought to uh, ought to consume our thoughts more mm-hmm. so than it does. You know, and as a believer, you said something, Francis, a while ago about about taking both your thoughts there on um, that to be in his presence. And if you've ever been in his presence, even for just a moment down here, and to think that's going to last for all eternity. The highest highs we have as a believer are just expanded upon. Bible says we're not going to have the same body. I don't think our physical body can take that. I don't think we, I don't think this this earthly body will be able to withstand all that glory that's going to be in heaven. Uh, it's it's an awesome place. Um, I'm not going to say a lot about where is heaven, uh, but but uh, uh, I could talk about the supernova and the place <laughs> that I think it's in and and the third heaven and all that kind of stuff. But but we got more important stuff. But uh, Francis had a quote I wanted him to read about. Just where is heaven? He's going to tell us. I have a little book written by a friend of mine who was pastor of the First Baptist Church of Conway, South Carolina, for many years, which he calls Peeps and the Life Beyond Death. And at the end of the book, he asks a lot of questions about what is heaven and or heaven and will we know each other in heaven at all. But he said, where is heaven? And here's what he answered. Somewhere up there, out there, Above and beyond all other created things. Yes, <laughs> somewhere, somewhere up there, out, out there. there. Yeah, uh, amen. And it, and you know, I, th- I think maybe because we don't know exactly where it is, other than the Bible always speaks about up, is that that may be why some people uh, we don't talk about it as much as we ought to. I, 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 y'all been at this fifty-five, sixty-five years. I think there's been. We're not talking about near as much as we used to. Am I, am I Correct. right? Correct. Right. I think I think it was the topic of sermons much more in yeah. the past, Bible yeah. studies. Right. And um, there's there's a song when when I looked up the song, I wouldn't take nothing. Not, no, I, <laughs> the uh, I hold a clear title to a mansion. There's a song on the the uh, the uh, the Goodman revival that did that recently, and it says, "I don't want to get adjusted." Says I don't want to get adjusted to this life, and I think we've gotten adjusted here. Yes, yes. and and some people really like being here, and to think that well, and like like Brother Francis said, I, I'm with you. I don't want to. I don't want to. I want to do what I'm supposed to do here, but but I, you know, I think there's this longing that ought to be for us. This blessed hope we're looking forward to, and we have a desire to go there. Uh, one thing. One thing the Bible says about it. We we talked a little bit before we got started about. Um, about heaven and paradise, and uh, you know the Bible uses those two terms, and and are they the same thing, or is there something separate? Over in Revelation uh, two seven, when 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 uh, John was writing about one of the churches, uh, Jesus was speaking. He he called it the paradise of God, and uh, whatever we think about paradise, you know, someone said one time I heard him say, uh, whatever you think about heaven. It's something better than that, you know. Whatever, whatever we can imagine about heaven. Um, so let's let's get down to some of the nitty gritty of okay. So we talk about heaven, we talk about hell, and so the question is, who will be in heaven? 
So how do we how do we how do we know that? Where do we get that understanding? And so either one of y'all want to jump in there to start. Well, the Bible teaches that those who place their faith and trust in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their life uh, have their names written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And uh, it doesn't matter how much we have, how much we don't have. It doesn't matter what our social status is or is not. Uh, What matters is that we have trusted in Christ as Lord and Savior of our lives. For he paid the price for our sin on Calvary's cross. And he did for us what we could not do for ourselves. And uh, the ones who are going to be in heaven are those who have placed their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Yes, he, uh, he, he said, I am the way, the truth, and amen. the life. Yes. No man comes to the Father but exactly. by me. Yes. And this is the only way. Exactly. Now, we have a lot of different opinions on it. Mm-hmm. And, and they're getting more and more people who are accepting these other opinions. Mm-hmm. But yes. the Bible is plain and clear. The only way is through Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. The Bible says uh, there's no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. Yeah, that's correct. And it's the name of Jesus Christ. That's he is right. our Savior. He is our Lord. And uh, we look to him. And uh, there, you know, like I said, you can't buy it. You can't steal it. You can't uh, sneak into heaven. Uh, you can only get there by the grace of God through faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And, and, and that's clear. That's Bible. Yes. That's Bible clear there. The, uh, and I do think there's a lot of folks that, you know, I think I think you add, ask the average person on the street, do you think you're going to go to heaven? And they would say yes, but they wouldn't give those answers. <laughs> they would base it on a scale. Well, I think I've been a little better than I've been bad, mm-hmm. and God's going to weigh it in the balances. And there's nowhere in the Bible that it says that. Exactly. It doesn't teach that at all. In fact, you, you mentioned about uh, Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life, kind of comparing Thinking the, the idea of where heaven is and how you get there, heard this story by a little boy that uh, was asked by a traveler going through his town, uh, how do you get to this town, this nearby town? And the little boy said, I don't know how you get there. I don't, I don't know where it is, but I know the people that go there go down this road. <laughs> and we can say that we know the people that go to heaven. We may not know where it is, but we know they go through Jesus Christ, Amen. and that's the only way. That's right. Uh, but there's some, there are some folks that... that Bible says specifically won't be going to heaven. Right. Yeah. And those who have rejected Jesus, yeah. those who have turned their back on Jesus and His His offer of salvation, yeah. uh, they they cannot be there. Yeah. And, and and that's a harsh word for 2020 because people don't want to. You know, we don't. We want to be politically correct. We want to be kind to everybody. And and you know, one of the questions I even got on the Facebook question I had was, you know, is there one true Faith, and you know, it's not being a Baptist that makes you Christian. It's not being a Catholic, uh, but there are things that we believe as Baptists that all Christians would hold to. That this is the way to salvation through faith in Christ. And and well, if nothing else, if nothing else, we say tonight. That's what I want people to hear. I want somebody Amen. to get that. Um, uh, there's no telling how many people are are in heaven now that you gentlemen have led to Christ and that you had an impact on. And uh, we just want to see more people be a part of that, you know, uh, that, that uh, and that are on their way there uh, because you've shared the gospel. And I just want to tell you, thank you for doing that. We want to keep on telling people because there's a generation always coming up that needs to hear that, hear that message. The hope that we have in heaven should not only stir us up to 
consider it in our minds and think about it, but it also should stir up our passion for reaching people who are lost and don't know mm -hmm. Jesus yeah. in the hopes that they'll be there in heaven with us. Yeah. And it, it should should excite us to be able to share the good news of the gospel that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we need that that passion that, that uh, is... is uh, lit inside of us to tell people about Jesus. I'm going to put you on the spot, Brother Francis. So yes. so when does a person go to heaven? Do we got, do we got to wait in some kind of purgatory for a while? Or? This is what I asked you before about <laughs> paradise. There are yes. those who believe that, that, that when you die, you, you're just in a state of separation. And you're, not, you're not in heaven yet. But the only time you'll get to heaven is when the resurrection comes and you, your soul is given a body which is not like the bodies here but will be recognizable. Mm -hmm. uh, the Bible, a, Bible says to be absent is, from the body is, is to, to be, be present with, with, with the Lord. Lord wherever yeah. that is. Yeah. And this, this is a thing that I've always believed that uh, when I die, I'm going to be where he is. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I probably shouldn't say this live here in person, but I believe we all get there at the same time. Hey, I'm going to do this real briefly. This, uh, 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 just suppose this this book here is all the time span of time, and we're in here. We're in here about here on page 965, and Jesus was back here on page 373, and this is all human history. This is time. We're bound by time and space, but heaven's not bound that's by it. Right, that's right. And so we came here, and we came into this. But when we step out, we all step out into this timeless place called heaven, and for those that are believers, and we all get there. And so, so that that's always helped me. Like, I think about Alice. Yeah. You two have been separated for a while. But sometimes I thought, well, boy, my, my poor grandfather and grandmother that were up there, and they were separated for all those years. Well, what if we all got there at the same time with those who know the Lord? And again, I, I don't think that uh, I'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute about some of the myths about heaven. But uh, it's not just about your family. But I think we're going to it's going to be something that we uh, uh, it's just out of out of this world, out of out of our understanding. Um, but in, in one way, we're already there. Ephesians 2, 6 says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. That's why you're going to, you probably mentioned it, you mentioned it to me earlier, Colossians 3, 1, to think on things above, that our minds ought to be there. Um, uh, we are so earthbound in our thinking. We're so earthbound in our hopes and dreams. And there's nothing wrong with pursuing a career and buying a house and and saving up for I'm saving up for retirement that I hope I never get to enjoy. I hope I, hope I don't ever have to retire and I just go be with Jesus. But uh, uh, there, we ought to be there in our mindset already, even if we're not not there physically. Paul, writing to uh, the Colossian Christians, said this: "said If then you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God." Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are of the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Amen. And uh, Amen. we need to set our minds to uh, to thinking in, in those uh, those terms. Now, I've been thinking. One of the reasons I want to talk about this was the fact that uh, well, these are tough times people are going through, and 
and there's been a lot of sickness. There's been a lot of a lot of death. Uh, there's been more than that. There's been a lot of fear. I think there's been I think there's been more fear than there's been sickness or death. And I think there's been a lot of unhealthy fear among Christians. And I I, th- I hope already what we've shared has been encouragement to Christians. But but how is heaven? Uh, you can think back to times like the Great Depression or World War One or World War Two for our nation. How is thinking about heaven encouraging for us in difficult times? Well, I think one of the things, the, the hope that we can have uh, as I see it uh, in this day and age and, and what we're going through just now, a lot of people are losing hope. Mm-hmm. But if, as believers, our hope is in heaven, we're going to keep on keeping on. We're yeah. not going to give up. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to keep trusting in the Lord and keep looking to Him, and He will guide us and He will get us through in 1 Corinthians 15, 9, Paul the Apostle wrote, he says, if only in this life yes, we yeah. have hope, he said, we are of all men most to be pitied. Mm-hmm. And uh, our hope is, is not in this life. Mm-hmm. Uh, our hope is in Jesus Christ and in, 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 in the place that he is preparing for us, mm-hmm. uh, wherever that may be. Uh, and as we will have a resurrected body and we'll be with a resurrected Lord and we will be able to worship like never before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be able to say hallelujah in a yeah. totally Bad, different way. Right. Baptists will raise yeah. their hands. Yeah. Yeah. The Baptist will yeah. come yeah. out of yeah. us. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, the, uh, you mentioned the scripture earlier. Both, I think both of you mentioned this, just about the blessed hope, yes. that we do have yes. this hope. Yes. Uh, that, that if we're just focused on this life, we really miss out on that. And as Christians... You know, I think I think we hinder our testimony when we don't. We ought to talk about it. We ought to tell other people about it. And the Bible says we should give reason for our hope. Why, why is it that we have hope? Is that exactly. uh, <clears throat> things may not get better in this life for us. Right. I mean, we, we, these may be the best days that we see the rest of our lifetimes. But I know this, when I die, I'm going to be with Jesus. And, and nothing in this world has begun to compare with that. And uh, um, we need to be sharing that message. We know there's a lot of things people believe about heaven, and we t- we talked about some things people believe about how to get there. But what are some 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 myths, Brother Francis, that people think about heaven? Some things that really probably aren't true. Well, I think we we we, we talked about it a little, a little bit before we started. Uh, there are people who believe when we get to heaven, we're going to be angels. And, uh, and we know we're already angel angels, angels, right? Well, the three of us. Yeah. I've, I've never been called an angel. No, nor have I. <laughs> but uh, angels are separate creations of God yes, yes. and uh, separate beings. And the Bible says that, that we are, what is it, a little lower than the angels? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And, yeah. uh, but but we'll, we'll have our own personalities, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't expect to know less than I know here on earth, and I've known a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read somewhere one one person said, when we get to heaven, we'll know everyone who's there. Now, that's going to be a lot of people lot because of people, the Bible yeah. says that there's, in Revelation, it yes. talks about the, the people that can't be numbered, like yes, the sands exactly. of the sea and the yeah. neurons and neurons of yeah. persons yeah. there. To be a populous place. Yeah. Uh, we we don't. And, and Jesus said, you know, you got to. Uh, there is a straight and a narrow way, 
he said few could find it but there again the bible speaks of, of there being multitudes of mm -hmm. people that have have uh, found jesus yeah. christ through mm -hmm. faith and, and are trusting in him and and going to be there and, and uh, uh what a what a fantastic worship service that will be mm -hmm. uh, to be with the believers of all ages mm -hmm. they're there and, yeah. and uh, just praising the lord and thanking him we won't be like those uh, nine lepers that didn't come back to thank Jesus. We're yeah. going to be like that one leper. We're going to be yeah. thanking him right. and praising him for uh, all that he has done for us. And, you know, I, I think you said their worship service, Brother Robert, and I, I, that, that's what you get to pitch in Revelation. You know, the, the, the angels and the saints are elders together around the throne, and they're crying out the holiness of the Lord. I, I really think that's what we do there. I mean, there's little evidence that we do other things. I think there, there certainly will be things. There is, there is passages, you mentioned this, Brother Francis, but there's work we're going to do. We're going to serve the Lord. But the worship, I think, is not going to be exhaustive. It's not going to be, we're not going to be worrying about, did they sing the hymn that I like or did they sing the modern chorus? Or uh, We're not going to be singing the hymns. We're not going to be singing these other than maybe Amazing Grace, which we could still be singing. But we're going to be focused so much on Him. That everything else loses its its, its uh, meaning to us. We're not going to be bored. We're not going to be bored. That, that you know, that's a myth too. I think with this idea of being an angel is mm -hmm. that we're just going to be you know nothing to do for all eternity. Yeah. My goodness, uh, I one th one thing in the Bible, the scriptures refers to with the, with the with the bridegroom and the bride in heaven is pictured as this. Uh, Wedding reception. Have y'all ever been to a Jewish wedding reception? No, I've never been to a one, Jewish one. one time when I was in, well, the only time I've been in Jerusalem, there was one happening at the hotel we were staying at, and that went on for days. That those things last for a long time. It's constant party, and when when Jesus referred to something, what it was going to be like, that's what he compared it to. Is it? It's a big party, yes. and we're gonna we're gonna have a big time. It's not going to just be our family, but like like you've said, there's going to be multitudes of people from all different backgrounds, from all times, and uh, it's it's going to be something beyond our our imaginations. Um, what what other thoughts you guys got about heaven? I've, well, there's another myth I think that some people believe. They say, well, you know, I've been through hell on earth, so I know I'm going to get to go to heaven. Mm -hmm. And no, uh, that's not taught in the Bible by no. any shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. Again. Uh, the scriptures say that God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And that just sim simply means putting their faith and trust in Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and knowing that he is uh, the only way. Uh, yes. You know, what's the saying uh, of ancient times? All roads would lead to Rome. Mm -hmm. Well, there's only one road that leads to heaven, and that's yeah. uh, the road of Jesus Christ. You know, something that, that uh, John the Baptist and Jesus preached the same message. They preached it over and over again. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And, and you know, I think they meant at hand in a sense of the time that those people they were speaking to had to respond, but also that it's, it's, it is with every life, you know, that, that we don't know when that time comes when we're going to go have to stand before the Lord. I preached in Romans 14 this morning about how everyone's going to give an account. All of us are going to face to face with the Lord, and uh, we need to be ready. And one of the reasons I want to do this tonight was that 
so that we can echo that we're ready. You know, I, 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 I have shared with my kids multiple times and my wife, I'm ready. In fact, I, I made the statement before, I'm better off dead. <laughs> I am because when I'm dead, I'm going to be with Jesus. Jesus. And there's nothing in this life as much as I love it and love my family, nothing that compares with that. But I'm ready. And we need to, I think one thing we could do during this COVID-19 thing would be good for us. Um, just as we're probably checking on family members, I bet you you've had a few phone calls from family members and friends wanting to yes, check sir. on you and probably mm -hmm. same with you. I've had a lot of them. Yeah. How's, how, how's your health doing? What if we turned that and, and said, you know, hey, listen, I'm concerned about your health, but there's something more important than your health. Your spiritual are, health. Are you, are you ready to meet Jesus? Mm -hmm. are you, are, and I say that to people watching right now. Are, are you ready? Do you know that, that when this life is over with, we need to be, there's not a, there's not a purgatory. There's not, there's not a, 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 a in-between time, an intermediate state that someone's going to pray for you or pay, pay, pay something to the church to bail you out of hell to get you into heaven. Now, this is the lifetime opportunity we have right now, and we need to be ready. We need to be prepared. Well, you know our time's almost up, guys. Okay. I, I had a friend that was preaching on heaven, and there was a little boy sitting down on about the third pew. And this friend said, when I get to heaven, and I want to go over to the other side, said, all i got to do is snap my thing, and I'll be there. <laughs> and the little boy said, hot dog. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of us rejoicing when we get to heaven. There's yeah. going to be things that we don't even dream about yeah. now. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. The yeah. thing that's going to surprise us, I believe, about heaven is the fact yeah. that we're there. That's yes. right. You know, yeah. only by the grace of God, for we're all sinners saved by yeah. grace. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to be surprised, you know, the fact that God is allowing us to be there. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and to be in the Father's house to be with the creator of this universe yeah. who spoke and creation took place. Yeah. And, and uh, it's just it's almost uncomprehensible for us to, to consider all that that's going to mean and that's mm -hmm. going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, it's going to be a place, but it's going to be, a, again, a, a wonderful place, uh, not like anything we've ever known. Yeah. 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 Any final words? Uh, I, I hesitate me, with preachers to ask that. Yeah, let me... Let me plug a little book that I was reading when he called and asked me to talk about heaven. It's a book let me, let me hold it written by me. Pastor David David Dykes, a brother of our Daniel Dykes. Yes. And it said Pastor David's Travel Guide to Heaven and I think it's a very interesting book. He, you, are you getting any money from this? No, no. no. no not, a, not a bit. But I, it, it's a easy read book. Pastor David's Travel Guide to Heaven. I, that'll be good. I I've, I have I have read and, and Daniel shares with us a lot of David's sermons. Yeah. He is a great preacher, Pastor Green Acres, yeah. and yeah, he in, preached Texas. here for us one time. He did. He's yeah. been here before. Yeah. yeah. The uh, um, well, I know we could talk all night about heaven, mm -hmm. and and I hope it sparked. One of the things I wanted to do with this was if this would spark conversations that people would have at home and they would have with their family and friends, um, and and hopefully it will spark some folks to ask. Are you ready? Do you know that you're going to meet him? And, and uh, we certainly didn't exhaust anything tonight. We, we left a lot of room to, to talk about things. But I know each of these brothers would be happy to talk to you as well if you want to talk to somebody about heaven and about what you need to know. Uh, those things are so important. One thing I want to do before we before we wrap up, I want to pray in a moment and, and for us and pray for those that are watching. Just to let you know, next week we're going to talk about COVID-19 and the church. 
uh, this has had an impact on the church. Um, it's had positive and negatives uh, that we'll talk about. But I've asked two brother pastors, uh, dear friends of mine, uh, Will Russell is the pastor at Bunno Baptist Church, and he'll be joining us. And then Tim Brewer is the pastor of Mount Olive Baptist Church in Guy. They both started their worship services about the same time we did, so we're kind of early adopters on all this and got to visit with them last Monday. And they're going to be with us next Sunday night. We'll do this, talk about COVID-19 in the church, and uh, I know that'll be a good time. So, brothers, I love y'all. I appreciate you. Love you, Pastor. Thank you for letting us share with you. Oh, absolutely. We'll do this again. We'll find find another topic and and do it again. Uh, Lord willing. Thank you all again for so much. Let me pray for us, and uh, we'll close out our time together. Father, thank you so much for Brother Francis and Brother Robert. Thank you, Lord, for how they have mentored me so many times and encouraged me, and and I know they've prayed for me countless times. Lord, I pray for them tonight. Lord, I pray that you'd bless their ministries as they continue to serve you and the impact that they have. Lord, I pray for those that listen to us tonight and watch tonight. I pray that, Lord, it was clear what we said about heaven. And Lord, I pray that tonight somebody would would give their heart and life to you, that they would repent and turn to you, that they would trust in you, or that you'd give them that blessed hope that we have, that you'd give them that assurance that they can know that they know you and that they know that they're going to heaven when they die. Give them that hope, Father, tonight. And I pray that, Lord, you'll be uplifted and exalted. And Lord, we long for the day, Lord, to see you face to face. And Lord, uh, until that day, Lord, help us to be faithful and uh, wise in what we do here. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.